also the left right thing honestly like i don't really give a shit who does what and i like what you were saying you were saying the other day about how like instead of being so obvious with setups just fucking mm-hmm. bang go that's what i'm saying dude the conversation stuff just flows better it sounds better and it like even if there's like break in the topic like let's say it's not the smoothest yeah. transition yeah, yeah. ever of like a vin diesel blah 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 you know what i'm saying if it's just literally like all right next up start talking go. yeah exactly like yeah. Why, you know, I don't trust Dude, like, brands, but like, I don't trust brands either. You know, what's funny though, of, of all the brands, like I trust the, the major bigger ones a little bit more than the smaller ones, like the McDonald's, the Tim Hortons of the world, because yeah. they're so strictly like they get sued and shit all the time, but I'm a little more so. like when it comes to that, but then it's also franchisees, right? And then places are run correctly. Well, yeah. And then there's also like big companies where it was like what we were talking about the last time, right? Where we were like, uh, like Honda, right? Like their brakes don't work. Like the people like go flying into traffic and explode. And then they're like, yeah, well, yeah. we could fix it, but is it really worth it to fix it? And it's like, can we pay off lawsuits instead of fixing all the cars? Like what's easier? And it's like, so you... All right, um, <clears throat> so I'll settled in. You all Gucci? Good to go. You Good all to Gucci? go. All right, I have a sip of the beer here before I go here. Nothing like a nice cold Sleeman. A true Canadian beer for a couple of true Canadian guys. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> there we go. <laughs> okay. All right, this is fucking A, the podcast. This is episode four. It is 8.30 p.m. on September 28th, 2020. My name is Dan. This is Matt. Thank you What's for joining up? us. How you doing, buddy? I'm fucking great, man. I'm, I'm, I'm good to go, man. Has I'm your life exponentially changed in the last 15 minutes? Uh, actually, yes. My girl just made some bomb fucking chili, so I'm excited. Oh, to finish so, you, so you're going to have half a foot out the door for this whole show then. Bro, I'm gonna be getting hemorrhoids. I'm gonna just. I'm about to eat so much damn chili. <laughs> wow. Well, let's start off with too much information then. Anyways, th- <laughs> thanks for stopping by for this episode, uh, a, a sort of continuation of episode three, since we're doing them both tonight. Uh, as always, if you don't follow the podcast on Twitter or Instagram, do it. it is at fucking a f u c k i n e h podcast. Both of them exactly the same. Our email is fnehpodcast at gmail.com. Please send all your hate mail and, uh, you know, critiques of how bad we are at this to, to there. And as we continue our push, uh, we, we, we still desperately ask for you to vote for us for the podcast magazine's Hot 50 list. I, we are desperate to get on that list to kick in the door. Vote or die, motherfucker. We're coming That's for Scholastic. Right. We are trying to, to uh, shake up the podcast game couple of uh, uh, Canadian beauties here talking about the world, guiding you through life at the brink of the apocalypse. Now, one thing to help us get through these tough times are snacks. 
Okay. Uh, and I'm, I love I'm snacks. thrilled to let everybody know that this episode of Fucking A is brought to you by Kraft Dinner's new pumpkin spice KD. Because if there was one <laughs> oh thing God. that we were missing on this planet, it was pumpkin spice in our Kraft Dinner. How do you feel? Does that, does that, does that stir up some... Some num-num-num like in you? immediate revolt, immediate <laughs> revolt, dude. That's fucking disgusting. I don't even like. I don't really like pumpkin to begin with, so I'm not one of these basic. Fall I agree. People. That's true. But with that being said, I'm not trying to mix that with my cheese. I'm like, and also, also, let me say something here. Kraft dinner is like a sacred Canadian. Like everybody knows what the fuck that shit is. It's true. a staple around here, and everybody's got a specific way they like it. They like it extra creamy. They put extra fucking cheese. They like it extra milky. Everybody's got their own fucking way to make that's, it. That's pumpkin true. spice, ain't it? No, I, I I vote this off the island. This is this is a terrible, this is a terrible blasphemy of of a Canadian tradition. One of the four nah, food groups shit. up here actually is craft dinner. Of course, I I uh, this is. This is unacceptable. This is this is worthy of political uprising, of petitions and protests. And this is I'm an, fucking calling John Tory. I'm calling John Tory. He's not going to do shit. <laughs> yeah, but I can't get in contact with the premier, so I'll call the mayor, and then he can get in contact for me. That's true. I feel like they're a little busy up the ladder, moment, don't you? Don't you feel? Yeah. Like listen, maybe... COVID can wait. Pumpkin spice cannot. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. Becky. <laughs> oh God. Well, you know this uh, this episode. While you're while you're enjoying that craft dinner that we have uh, put our name to, by the way, I mean we fully endorse it. And by endorse 100%. it, I mean we fully endorse you buying it and then throwing it into a fucking volcano. But if the pumpkin spice craft dinner is in your wheelhouse of, of culinary delights. You want to have something fun to watch while you eat, right? Every time you sit down to eat, you know, you want to put something on the TV. Well, let me suggest to you a new movie that I, I, I just feel nobody can miss out. This is called Assassin 33 AD. And let me guide you through the premise, my friend, because this is, this is truly, this is Academy Award winning just, just it's the awards are going to pile up for this one. Let me clarify here. It's Assassin thirty three A.D. Okay, yes, it's not Anno, it, But it, listen, it's not Anno Domini. It's after death because this movie is about motherfuckers going back in time with terrorists to murder Jesus. Thank you, thank you. That is the plot of this movie. And let me guide you through it just a little bit. So, uh, a guy whose whole family gets killed in a car accident, which you know, strange setup to start this story. But he gets hired by a Muslim billionaire who is also a refugee who is also played by a Mexican actor. Now, (laughs) now this, this Muslim billionaire, get this, the Muslim billionaire slash refugee slash terrorist slash Mexican actor has apparently got a vendetta against Jesus. Now here's where the plot gets really really great which is his vendetta is because his parents were christians who were killed oh he needs to go back in time i know right it's getting really this is getting good so he needs he he commissions the guy who and a scientist as well i guess who who the, the guy whose family gets killed in a car accident he commissions him and a few other colorful cast of characters and by colorful i mean basically 90s sitcom movie style uh you know 
uh, non-white characters who are basically there for like token appreciation and comedic relief. Oh, now, yes, the cast, yes. yeah, Check in the boxes. I know. exactly. Check, Check in, the in their boxes. boxes because you know the Mexican playing a Muslim refugee was was uh, you know multiple boxes all at once. Now they go back in time, building a time machine. They go back in time to find Jesus and assassinate him, and it includes one of cinema's great lines. You know. Up there with with some all time, you know, make you an offer you can't refuse, or, you know, hey, I'm walking here, stuff like that. Put this in that echelon, my friend, which is Jesus says Jesus is, is sorry. Jesus is cornered by a man with a gun because they go back with guns, by the way. And one of these basically Tom Clancy movie super soldier, you know, SWAT team looking guys with with an assault rifle has Jesus cornered. And he says to him. If you really are the son of God, you can stop these bullets. Yeah, but if he was the, really the son of God, he would have hit him back with a, I am the son of God, and you can catch these hands. And then they could have fought. You know, it would have been fire. <laughs> it would have been fire, bro. He's that could have been an unbelievable kung fu movie. Jesus 2, Electric Boogaloo. Oh, my God. Starts off with him rising out of the fucking tomb. Uh, now, there's a couple clips that were attached with it. And, and, you know, in the last episode, we were talking about what's wrong with writing. Well, if you go into this one expecting any sort of writing whatsoever, uh, I'm sorry, you're going to be sorely disappointed. The quality is, if there was a grade lower than F, I mean, F it minus. would... F minus, minus, fucking minus. Now, there's one great plot point in it, Okay. And and I haven't watched it yet, but I gotta tell you, I'm, I'm itching. I may I may skip Monday Night Football tonight, you know, with the best quarterback battle in a in a generation to to watch this because really, this really is what gets you. They they kill Jesus, and the uh, Muslim terrorist billionaire refugee character, played by a Mexican, is created a world finally without the quote without filthy Christian scum. But what is the world he creates as they travel back to the future, if not a, an apocalyptic wasteland? Basically, Ooh. the premise of this movie is that without Ooh. Christian morality, the world would have descended into anarchist chaos. That, so, so follow me here, man. Basically, what the people who wrote this movie are saying is that Christianity is the only source of moral compassing of yep. any sort that without christian morality the world would have been nothing but terror and chaos your thoughts my initial thought automatically is that if the overarching plot is that christianity is good and without it we're lost i am yes. not surprised that the main bad guy is a muslim <laughs> yes yes exactly I exactly think that's pretty it's pretty telling <laughs> it's pretty fucking yeah. telling you got everything you need to know pretty much Right there. Now, I know that line before I delivered was 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 really just remarkable, and I, I know you'll all take that away, and you're all itching to watch the movie. But let me let me give you one more. When a a character who one of the token black characters who gets sent back for again the comedic relief, the poorly written comedic relief, he encounters Jesus himself, and then asks Jesus while trying to speak Wagwan. to him. He says. <laughs> Ha ha ha!
Just wait till you get to edit these episodes someday. Yo, leave that. Leave that. <laughs> Don't cut that. Okay. I give I got permission from you. Okay, so he finds Jesus, right? And he says and he encounters him and he tries to communicate, but he struggles. And he says this. He goes, uh no speako Greco. No speako Greco. Fuck. <laughs> Which I mean is wrong wrong on so many fronts. Greek. Holy I mean, shit. This movie is an affront to every religion, race, everything. Oh my god, this is like the most racist movie ever. It's probably it's probably somebody who thinks they're actually being righteous and like isn't racist of at course. all. Isn't stereotyping people. Okay, so then apparently Jesus does speak English in this movie. He's played by a former American Idol contestant. <laughs> by the way and he Damn. even at one point in the movie uses the uses the saying i'll be back in a terminator style reference holy fuck so man. jesus is quoting terminator so they first of all they stole the plot of terminator went back in time second of all they're fucking quoting them <gasps> oh my god you're yeah, right dude. yeah dude terminator jesus <laughs> Uh, Jesus is like Sean Connor. Not Sean Connor. What's the kid? John Connor. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus is Holy actually shit. Scottish in the middle in the Middle East. Holy shit! I think you're right. I think you're right. This is this is actually this is Terminator Jesus. Is what this is. I'm saying. I can't wait for the second one. It's going to be so good. Oh, and you know that they're going to make like twelve of them, right? I hope so. Because, I hope because it's, it's like Sharknado. Sharknado. There's like yeah, seven exactly. of them, right? I could use another Holy one. Shit. They should do a whole series of people who go back in time to kill historical figures. And Here's each one the of them. Oh, man. That'd Here's be great. The These movies are so bad. But if you go into it with the understanding that the movie is going to be awful, you'll enjoy it tenfold. Well, yeah, that's like the Sharknado thing, right? Like, Absolutely, man. They Absolutely. made seven of them because people kept fucking watching them. Oh, no. Have we contributed? We're going to make this movie famous. The reason the room is such a cult classic, man. That's true. That's true. But that's, you know, that's, that's master. That's masterpiece theater right there. Oh, that's unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. Okay. One last, one last aspect of this, um, of this movie that I just have to mention, which is, I guess, in the effort of the incredibly low budget, right? There's a scene where a female character goes on a first date with a male character. And where is this first date? Instead of, you know, getting all the extras and doing like a restaurant scene, they hold the first date in the guy's soundproofed basement. <laughs> And they have a romantic oh, dinner. Soundproofed? Yeah. There's apparently the people who wrote the article about this movie said there's apparently soundproofing in the background. Does he have a giant fucking meat freezer in the corner and like a <laughs> roll of saran wrap beside it? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There's oh, there is hey, nothing baby. this movie gets right. Jesus. Oh, that's that is just an absolute nightmare. Fucks are on his pull-out couch. Oh, I mean, if he doesn't put it, you know, cut her into pieces and put her in hockey bags like that's just like who imagined that that was a good idea i'm just imagining this guy blaring papa roach being like saw in this girl in his basement because she made the fucking mistake of going down into the basement of a guy who's going to go back in time and kill jesus well you know you know the truth is, is that dating these days is is very tough and and you know sometimes you have to sometimes you have to compromise on a first date which which leads put me put up with a dexter but continue but that leads me to uh, a recent study okay which is that says this was done with american women but you know we, we're all relatively the same on this you know, ultra developed first world capitalist have, you know, heavily white bullshit society so american women 
have said that over the past decade, their dating life has gotten more difficult. In fact, 67 to 75% say that things are either not going well or that it's too difficult to date online. What level of, on a scale of one to 10, how surprised are you by that sort of study? Not at all. Like negative, negative 5,000. Yeah. Who would have thought that the cesspool of the internet would suddenly be a terrible fucking place to ever meet somebody and start an interpersonal relationship with them? Well, apparently we have the numbers now, which, uh, have you ever talked to, to any girls about their online dating experience? Yes. Uh, so full disclosure, um, met my girlfriend on one of them, ended up being one of the greatest things I've done. Hey, so that hey that's not to say that it doesn't work. No, but, but hang on. I Let me continue because I'm, I'm going exactly where you okay. want to go. Uh, okay, great. So I asked her about her experience on the other side of it versus mine. Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, I'm an average looking dude. I'm not hideously ugly. I'm Stop not it, you beauty. Star. Thank you. But anyway, long story short, I'm an average guy. So I, I, I do okay, an average person, whatever. Her? Oh my God, dude. Oh my fucking God. Like so many messages that like you can't even you can't even respond because it's just like a fucking flood. And like she'd have stories of dudes. I mean, like this guy just like said this fuck up. This guy just sent me a photo of his cock kind of thing. Like people are fucking savage, bro. Savage. Yeah. Wow. Being on the dude on there is is way more difficult in the sense of like it's harder to find something. Being a woman is way more difficult because you're leading through a, just a cesspool of fucking garbage sometimes, man. Yeah, I mean every every girl I've ever talked to, when you you know if you're if you're a man and you and you struggle to communicate women communicate with women without you know vigorously attempting to shove your dick into them uh do try to actually speak to to one and get their sort of perspective on this because it is a is as i understand it you know two two guys talking about women's problems is quintessentially 2020 right we're fucking monkeys bro we're <laughs> monkeys we don't know what the fuck exactly <laughs> what i've gathered yeah Jesus. it's a nightmare if if it's not an endless field of dicks first of all just endless penis pictures and just how many guys need to be told this that dicks aren't pretty penises are not an attractive looking thing no ever mine's gorgeous everyone else disgusting well uh naturally the two of ours are are fucking pristine i've seen yours i love it it's it's i i mean it's nothing but rave reviews worldwide (laughs) but the fact that the fact that there are actually men who you know the sex ed class should really lead you know when you get that like first it's like ninth grade or even yeah fuck i don't even know when we're teaching it we don't even teach it here anymore i don't think but when you do i don't even know you know like the first few days you remember like they hand out the like the little like printout and there's like the crappy anatomical with the like floppy floppy like fucking pinky dick that they have and like the, the vast deference is visible Exactly. You get the whole breakdown. There should be a thing that just they, day one, they should just tell you, guys, these aren't pretty. These are ugly ass things that serve a purpose, but don't show them off because they're fucking gross. Nobody wants, Nobody to, see wants them. to see them. Exactly. Nobody wants to see these things. And yet we cannot help but send pictures of them all the fucking time. I feel I feel for I feel for you. If you're if you're a woman who wants to date out there, like, I don't know. I don't have a solution. I don't have a solution. I got no, like, well, you should really give this a try. Like, I got nothing. Fucking nothing. I don't know, like, go to the bookstore and hope, you know, there's not some fucking weird perv in the background. Like, it's, 
<laughs> you know what? Just based on how I kn- I've talked to women too who say the opposite, where they're like trying to avoid dudes coming up to them. Sure. Where it's like I've got my headphones on, leave me alone, and guys just don't catch those cues at all and like completely disrupt them. So it's like how how can you expect dudes to act right sometimes when women are actively being like don't bother me versus when they're like please approach me. Like, yeah. Men are men are gonna come in all the time and just be like yo I'm coming for the booty. I'm coming for the booty. And That's true. I don't want to hear it because these guys don't want to hear that it's like, yo, you needed to shower this morning. Maybe I've gotten your haircut and maybe tried to tuck your shirt in because your fucking guts popping out. Oh my god! I, you yeah, know what like, I'm saying? I feel, I feel for them. I feel. For I mean, them. Th- there's like a huge culture of like, I don't want to, I don't want to use like the pandering. Fuck me. Well, no, I don't want to use the term like like toxic masculinity because it's just like there's so many connotations with that. But like, there really are like like a a a horrible like epidemic of dudes who think that like they don't have to do shit and that they're just like they're just like i'm just like so fucking good enough like i just show up man like i fucking like women love me and it's like dude you're wearing like kmart t-shirts that are like have holes and stains in them and like you smell like shit personality bro personality (laughs) (laughs) that's all that matters goes a long way it does go a long way fucking right it does Fucked if I fucked if I can understand what that must be like, man. I mean, neither of us, neither of us can. We we rely on the information of others, but like, yeah, I'm not a I'm not a woman. I don't know. The idea that like online dating has has made dating extremely hard is is completely unsurprising. Yeah, for real. It's also like you you remove the nuance of conversation and this and that, and just boil it down to what you look like. What do you look like? Do I want to bang you? Yes or no? But also, like, think about this, right? Like, think how I think when you text somebody, how different the dynamic is, right? Like, oh, you can dude, you can weigh fucked. your words, you can like edit, you can like consider what it sounds like, you can. But like, getting to know a person in person, like you you get a feel for them, you get the body language, you get the eye contact, you like you just like human beings are naturally able to sense things in other Absolutely. people when they talk to them like this person's kind of creepy this person's really funny this person's blah, blah, blah. like you don't get that online you get like these well this person has photos. a soundproofed basement and a giant <laughs> leaf in the ah, yeah exactly <laughs> so like it's not surprising like you can't meet people I, I don't really understand like i've never done the tinder thing to tell you the truth i never did tinder i don't really understand that i hear these stories of people who are like yeah like we talked we texted a bit and i went over to his house and like we had we like slept together i'm like like what like you've never yeah, met cause... this person in person and like you were like yep good enough for me like because that's what it know. is though that's what those people are trying to grab off it right so it's like hey you know what this is and the other person's like yes i know what this is then that's what it is you know what but i mean like, like you there's... still don't want to like meet the person a little like know the person first like i don't get that i see i don't I, i've never used tinder so i don't i don't get like do people like, is that common? Like, if anybody out there has used it and wants to educate me on this one, like, email us. Like, do people literally just text and then meet and fuck? Like, sometimes, yes. Do you go like, on a date I would, first? I would more so think that more people are, like, meet first briefly to make like, sure. Like, we got to go out for dinner? Like, yeah, but I feel like there's definitely got to be people that are just point A to point B. For sure, man. For sure. Oh, for sure. So for weird. sure. Hey, I'm in the city for tonight. Like, all right, cool. What's up? So am I. I can see people doing that, of course. What are you talking about? 
Yeah, I guess so. I guess that's the only thing. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about a story and I'm, I'm contemplating sharing it because. Oh God. Okay. Hit me with it. What's up? It's, this is like so many hops down the like people I know route that it's like nowhere near me. Right. So it's like a friend of a friend of a friend that like a story that like made its way to me. So there was oh, okay. just, so I don't know this person. This is, this is pure like conjecture, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. So this girl was doing a Tinder date with a guy who worked at the, worked as like a, uh, like a coroner's assistant. Right. Oh, okay. So they, they, had sex and i guess at the end of it he like finished on her right so like it got like got on her skin and then she got this like horrible rash and she went to the doctor and she was like what the fuck is this shit like why do i have this rash and the doctor was like well this is like the kind of thing that happens when you get skin exposure to like formaldehyde like embalming fluid like okay yeah so she like gets Left my man double dipping like some splooge on her and gets like a a, a like formaldehyde like not formaldehyde Mike, is that formaldehyde stuff you like knock people out with right what sorry i'm thinking f- like do like it's like an embalming fluid like 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 thing uh, from some uh, guy's jizz uh, like they just uh, if you <laughs> <laughs> if you chase that down the rabbit hole the, the possibilities are are horrible but I try to make sure that I eat pineapples and I eat lots of fruit and diet. And this guy is over here just touching formaldehyde bodies so it, and just now rash come like. Blah. So does so does that mean he was fucking dead bodies? Is that or like, he's just no? Maybe he's just like has a superpower now, like Spider Man. Like he's been exposed to the formaldehyde. And now he's like uh, it's like in his like bloodstream, and he's like yeah. Now he's like out. reptile from Mortal Kombat, but instead of spitting, he's just shooting shots that sounds like it almost sounds like an urban myth but it was like it was like the girl who it happened to was like a good friend of a friend and i'm like okay that's that's enough now that i'm thinking I'm like that's that's close enough to feel valid like i i don't know man i don't know i don't it's like Jesus how do people Christ. do this shit how do you go to somebody's house like that and just be like you know, I've heard what stories. If she, what if she came back to work the next day and looked like Two Face and was like, "Oh, this mortician came on my face, so now I'm a Batman villain." <laughs> like, if we can make movies about going back in time to assassinate Jesus, you know, hey, who? What's stopping you from writing that gold, man? Oh, wow! Financial support. Uh, yeah, you just need the backing. <laughs> hey, HBO, hit me up. You know Spider-Man, how he gets those powers? So let me tell you. Well, about a mortician. Y'all about those superhero origin stories, eh? <laughs> it's a guy fucking dead body. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, God. We got to move it along. <laughs> Next up, uh, we got a kindergarten got? teacher who's been fired in France for having too many tattoos. What tattoos, you say? Hmm. Does he have oh. loyalty tattooed across his chest? Has he done a bit in the bin? No. In fact, oh, he's yeah. got his entire body tattooed, and he looks like a lizard. And on top of that, he got his eyes tattooed black, and he teaches kindergarten. Parents naturally complained. Chaos wow. ensued. A job was lost. Thoughts, Daniel? Wow. Wow, Jesus. That is, that is like... Yeah, I mean... Like, uh, he, uh, sorry, I, I think I saw this. He had like the, the full eyes tattooed yes. black too, right? The entire, like, so like the entire white of your eye is tattooed black on him. Yeah. So he's a kindergarten teacher. Uh, so I'm guessing what? Like a, a parent complained or something as always? Maybe fucking guess right. Of course, right? Because obviously like that's the only time anything happens. So somebody's like, oh my God. Um, 
Yeah, that is, that is, I, I mean, I don't really know how I feel about that. Like, let me take a look, see if I can. Here's, here's where I stand. On oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, he's got a little bit of a, like the shape of water look going on here. Like, yeah, like I'm completely fine with people tattooing. Sure. Go nuts. That's your, that's your thing. Um, I'm also completely fine with kids being exposed to people who have tattoos from a young age. I, my dad is covered. My mom has a few, but my dad hung out with tattoo artists who has his entire face tattooed. And as a kid, I love that guy. He's the nicest dude. So there is that break and that, that separation there. However, I don't really know if I'm cool with my six year old going to school and their teacher's eyes are just black and like, I don't know, bro. But I mean, all right, here. Okay. At the bottom of this article, he's, he says at the end, he said that he hoped that his, he hoped that being able to teach his people, his, his pupils would allow them to sec- accept people who are different from the norm. Exactly. That maybe that's allowing them to become so, less, yeah. Being more open-minded as, as adults is what he said. So that's what happened to me and it worked. So I agree with that. But then at the sure. same time, my man is, well, next level. <laughs> okay, this article also says that like the kid who complained like said like he had nightmares of him, and I'm like, I mean, yeah, that's true. Like kids, you know, that that probably could scare the shit out of a kid. I, I'm guessing, but like, I don't know. Like that's that, that's that's a nice gray area to, to settle into there. Of like, is that I, too I much? Feel like your body, I like any part of your skin. I no, I don't really care. Maybe your face is kind of weird, but like I wouldn't care as long as it's not like an offensive tattoo, which they're not. He's got flowers on his head, literally yeah. has lips between his eyes, little like sorry, I think they're pansies. But anyway, point being is this guy has flowers tattooed on his face. So with that being said, like it's not an offensive tattoo, but the whole black eye thing is like I don't know if your kids is a racist or or a xenophobe or is not accepting if they're scared by a dude with black eyes. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's, yeah, that's pretty much what I think. Like, uh, you know, and if the kids are too focused on that, like, do they really learn? I, I mean, uh, yeah, like I'm, I'm wrestling with this one in my head a little bit here. Like I, yeah, I'm trying to figure out. Saying. This one's a moral dilemma. Yeah. This is, this is tough to wrap your head around. Cause like, it really does feel like, you know, he is, you know, he's just a guy, right. And if he's good at his job and if he loves what he does and if he's good with the kids, like, how can you say no? I mean, yeah, uh, yes, exactly he's made his it, right? sure, like he made his choice to tattoo himself like that much, and and clearly go to the you know highest extent. But you know, uh, if he's not hurting anybody, like there are a lot of regular looking people who are fucking crazy. Like times are changing too, though. I mean, like there's more people that work in corporate jobs now that have tattoos, maybe not on their hands and stuff, but I mean, like people have tattoos. It's become a more normal thing, really, in society, right? Yeah, Whereas, I guess. But even still, it's like it's it's not that advanced yet no not in the business world either too right like i don't well, know man that one's tough like uh, i mean i agree i have i only have one tattoo so far and it's on it's on my upper shoulder which like i'm never wearing a sleeve list at any job so no one's ever going to see it but i know people who have them on their hands and on their fingers and all that shit and i'm like i i, I mean yeah like a lot of corporate bullshit there's a lot of that like well, well then what does that mean about that person like I, don't know, I like ink i like this i've got this shit done like yeah, you know. there are a lot of old people fucking attitude that comes along with that, right? That is. Like, once we get up in those positions, that shit probably won't be nearly as common anymore. I mean, you'd think so, but I don't... Mm. I don't know, unless you're the guy that I see at work sometimes that has Donald Trump and KKK tattooed under his eyes. Well, that's a little bit more problematic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy's a little bit. I see him and I'm like, oh, God. He's actually so nice to me, though, so it's really, really, really bizarre. On top of that, he's not white, so yeah. it's really range so there's some there's some shit going on with that guy upstairs i think yeah um 
yeah, I guess yeah, you, you know, swastikas and neo-Nazi stuff are uh, a little bit uh, a little bit problematic, you know, and 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 you know, not exactly uh, not exactly a fit. For yeah, if that guy was teaching my kindergartners, I might have something. To say. You might, yeah, you might have a little bit more of a beef. You um, know what I mean? God, yeah, that's a. There's another horrible, uh, horrible idea for a sitcom you could roll with right there, like Nazi kindergarten teacher, like coming this fall to ABC. Like, oh God, I just I want to make the easiest cringe joke, but I have to teaching them how to count seven, eight, nine. <laughs> you can imagine television getting to that point where they're like, we're running out of ideas. We need something fresh and exciting. And they're like, how about uh, Nazi teachers? Like. Oh fuck! Okay. Are they tired of interracial relationships and all that shit? Well, they're working their way through like the the like progressive stuff, right? Where now they're like, we have mm-hmm. a gay couple on television. They're like, ooh, whoa, like, which is good, but it's like also twenty years too late. Like, yeah, like it's it's you know, like Ellen was on TV in like nineteen ninety six. Yeah, like the yeah. fact that it's a big deal now is hilarious to me. Why do you think people were like so upset by uh, Euphoria? So like, there's like all sorts of like incredibly like much more modern themes, and the people are like, "Oh my god, is this what the kids are doing?" I'm like, mm, "Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah." It's a lot little. closer, Pretty a lot close. closer than like Modern Family and stuff like that. You're like, it's facts. a little bit more, you know, facts. Depending a lot on more ketamine and and <laughs> you know like webcamming and shit like that, and like sex tapes and all that. They didn't really put that on network television. K holes and bum holes. Okay. <laughs> Man, you're you're an idea machine tonight. You're really you're pumping out all sorts of shit that's fit for TV. I I could not. I don't. I might get kicked off HBO. You might. Well, 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 when we get our when we get our HBO show, I'm sending them emails. I'm telling them. I said this this podcast is cutting edge, ahead of its time. I think you know. my peak my peak ability would be to be on a writing staff on a guy that sits on the side and just says some stuff but like doesn't actually fully contribute. Oh, like forty percent of the time, people just ignore what you said because they're like, yeah. just you know. And you then you just say something funny could. every once in a while, and they're like, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, move on. Yeah, that's me. Like just just don't acknowledge him until he says something good. Just leave him there. He gets us coffee every now and then. I'm like, degrading <laughs> degrading well you know ways to stay entertained during uh the pandemic and as the world sort of devolves into a completely unrecognizable state you know one of the things that's been lost although not for you because you're going away for a couple of weeks but travel has been severely limited mm-hmm. right and now airlines who have struggled mostly through this whole you know not being able to go anywhere thing have come up with a new interesting solution That solution being flights to nowhere. Yes, you can take flights. And by the way, the tickets for these sold out in 10 minutes, ranging from $600 to over $2,000. They're essentially flight sightseeing tours. You get on a plane, you fly around, you look out the window, you endure the terror that is commercial flight just to land back where you originally were and go the fuck home. What, are we running out of ideas of how to survive this? Yo, you know what? The funniest part of this to me is that the same people that are going to pay the money to do this are the same people that are going to fucking get on the plane to do it, take one quick photo to show it off, then take a Xan and fall asleep and wake up when it lands. <laughs> just pop an Ambien and just fucking... Yeah. It'll be great for people who want to oh, escape. Man. This must be great for people who like hate their families. I just oh. love that humans were at a point where the world has kind of stopped briefly we've stopped polluting we've stopped with air travel which is one of the biggest polluters on planet earth right now just commercial airlines right 
So it's stopped, and yet we're just going to start flying around because we're not making money. Awesome. Exactly. Fucking We can't awesome. stop. We literally awesome. cannot stop. Like, should we let the planet heal a little bit while we, you know, work our way through this? Ah, fuck it. Fuck, but yo, fuck that shit. I'm not taking a fucking commercial flight for a tour, man. Are you kidding me? I'll get in a little, like, Cessna plane and fly around over top of, like, a little island. That'd be dope as shit. But, dude, yeah. you've flown. You know what it is. You look out the window for fucking five minutes. Like, that was really fucking cool. But what if you and don't get you a window up- seat? Do you sell aisle seats? Is it Oh, no, it's got to be social distance. They're not selling aisle seats. What, one no person way. per row uh, on the window seat? You know, I guess I'll be able to tell you this week what they do. Shit. No, you're going to get on a flight and you're going to be like shoulder to shoulder with a bunch of people like in a sardine can. And Probably. You're be like, this is the most terrifying experience I'm in my life. I regret every second of it. Although, for the record, we're <laughs> taking a plane to land to then just drive a car socially isolated and distance. So, like, we're cool. We're just doing it's a little cross-country cross country trip because we, we can't well. do anything else. You get to see this great country of ours from, from up above. And I'm sure that'll be all the experience. TV commercials tell me I'm supposed to. So, Right. Yeah. Don't stop traveling. <laughs> TV no, commercials right now. Canada. Oh, right. Yes. Yes. Those have been, uh, those have been all over the place lately. I don't know what that is. Why, why there's all of a sudden all this stuff that... Um, why? They're not making any fucking money. They don't have people coming to check it out. Is that basically <laughs> it? Like, there's no tourism? So we're like, yeah, please so go like, places. If you're legally allowed to leave your province, please come and check us please out and do. give us your money. Leave all you please. can. It's like, it's, like a, it's like a jailbreak. Like, fucking, if you can get out right now, go and then come back. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. They're going to try now, to give you a sock like Dobby, and then they're going to fucking try to take it back. Since we're talking about commercials, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rant about a couple things, right? Two, two commercials that well, – well, one, a singular oh, commercial. Oh, ah. One singular commercial, and then the other is a set of commercials. But I'll start with the first one. So I'm watching football the other day, right? And they've, I don't know if you've seen these, but they have these ads for this website called spincasino.net. Yes. Oh, my fucking God. I thought now, of the same last night and i didn't even know we're going to talk about for, this. for yes, sir, anybody who hasn't seen these commercials the commercial goes as follows there's like a handsome you know 50 you know late 40s early 50s salt and pepper chiseled chiseled jawline white guy in a tuxedo walking around a casino everybody else is like gorgeous having a great time pulling to the there's that oh look at all the coins we totally just won nothing like a bunch of supermodels he like goes around somebody like flips him a chip and he like presses the button on the elevator to the top floor and it's like you know enjoy your gambling experience luxurious this is for an online fucking casino could this be any further from what the experience of gambling on your laptop could be like it's not you half drunk like in your sweats like pissing away your paycheck like clicking a button how up its own ass could this possibly be is like is the gambling market so large now that they they've already got all the money from the dumb idiots who are doing exactly what you just said? Now they need the online gambling money from those luxurious rich people. Who is that what they it. want? Is it, are they trying, they're trying to, to the next market? People? Like, how are you going to convince people that it is anything more than a website that's like a mini game? And by the way, let me ask you this because I I now that I'm all thinking right. about it, how the fuck does anybody trust electronic gambling? Like oh, how do you man. go to a oh, how do you go to a casino? I went to a casino and I played one of those things where you, you tap the button. It's like the like the it's, it, it's slots, but it's like a virtual slots, right? It's like it's on a screen. I'm like, how the fuck do I trust that? That's programmed. Somebody programs <laughs> that. 
at least mm-hmm. cards, you know, there's like, there's only 52 of them or whatever the fuck. Like, you know, you're dealing with set objects, but like people who go in and tap a computer and they're like, maybe it'll let me win. I'm like, maybe they didn't program it to win you fucking idiot. Like, uh, same with online gambling. Online gambling worries me. Absolutely. I think casinos might have to give out their actual win rates on a report somehow. I could be totally wrong about that, but I wonder. But I've, I've heard that like machines are specifically like if a machine wins, like it's, it's either I've heard that you're supposed to keep winning on it or it's supposed to not win again. I.e. it's programmed to only yeah, win. Yeah, like flips one to of, a different machine across the room, right? Like, so it's like if you, if you win on the machine, you should get off it and go try another one because that machine has won and it's like right, it's, it's not, not going to keep win winning, again. right? I don't know if that's just gambler's fucking you know, gambler's superstition or if that's a real thing, but I would be highly inclined. But okay, to this website is, is like a slots, internet slots. And I'm like, I don't trust you, these motherfuckers though. How, that's could, a you, different how story. could you possibly nah, play that thing and think you're not coming out broke? Nah, like damn. you're not going to be a broke motherfucker at the end of it. Like you're going to trust an internet game to like give you fair odds. Like, <laughs> Oh, it's a two, it's a 200 to one chance of a jackpot. I'm like, yeah, you know, 200 fucking million spins from every corner of the globe and maybe a guy wins 50 bucks. Like nobody can, I mean, gambling is, is always predicated on taking advantage of stupid people. Right. Yeah. Like, and also smarter than the system and they've gamed it. Sure. And also I shouldn't be such an asshole. It also preys on people's addictive personalities and like, and like makes them like a zombie. Okay. So fair. Yeah. Throw all the money away. But like this, the, the internet shit is, is fucking beyond me, but that ad, I mean, so oh. far from oh. fucking, Reality. It's like a Lexus ad, man. They're just trying to sell luxury style, this and that. And then it's at the end, he sits down and they hand him a fucking <laughs> tablet with spincasino.com on it. I was like, yeah. what the fuck is this? I'm looking yeah. for his cigar and his like tumbler of whiskey. Yeah. You hand him like an a, iPad with that shit? He's he like a Vegas here. cigar lounge playing on a tablet. I'm like, you're no, you're, you're. This guy's going to the Vegas card lounge. Like, yeah, like you're 23 oh, years old <gasps> sitting in your college. I just dorm. figured it out. Like, nope. what? I figured it out. I figured it out. Because those guys aren't going to Vegas right now. Of course. And those guys maybe are trying to enter the gambling space. Aha! That's oh, what the fuck's going on. For sure. The the casino billionaires are probably like fucking losing their mind at this virus shit. Like, oh, fuck yeah, keep dude. Stealing people's money, god damn it! Well, I think Vegas, you can... I don't know if they're open or not. I haven't really looked into that. They were. But... They they were defiant, if I remember, for, for some Of point. course they were. Of course, because... <laughs> Just fucking tourism cash. town. Yeah, it's a, it's their whole life fucking revolves around that. Oh my god, that's another thing we can just let die. <laughs> What's that? Vegas. Like, Vegas. Isn't the isn't the illusion broken in the end of this fucking town full of crooks and and mafias mafia bosses and shit like that? Like, dude, the second you get off your bus, you're handed five cards for escorts. Like, there's fucking yeah. every place you can go, you can gamble. Like, it's they pour liquor down your throat for free as long as you're gambling <laughs> like it's just like it's so painfully yeah. obvious what they're trying to do to you i mean like hey it's fun as hell but it's yeah it's just sure. a cash they just want you to like throw your money away of course but all right i got one all right my, my other set of ads that that i've been stewing on forever which is you seen these car commercials all these cars now that have these like automatic stop sensors 
right? Where it's like I know what you're talking about, but I haven't seen these ads. But well, you, have you ever? Long. You have. You probably have. You just don't know it, right? Which is that every car commercial now has this like oh rear sensing camera, and every commercial is yeah. the same. It's like a guy like rushing to get in his car and back out of his driveway. And oh like, yeah, a kid on a tricycle coming by, and it's like beep, 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 beep. oh, and they always have this same like stupid grin on their face where they're like, <laughs> wow, I avoided that manslaughter charge this time. Like whoa, I didn't run over that pedestrian at the crosswalk. Woo! Thanks, Toyota. Like it's it, why is this why is this an advertising tactic of like are you too fucking stupid to pay attention when you're driving don't worry we'll save you from running ruining your and another person's life and murdering somebody with your car don't worry about it we got you covered i don't think i've ever come close to almost killing somebody and then been like ha, 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 silly me yeah. oh jeez. yeah no it's usually like met with an absolute sense of dread like, oh my god fucking christ oh yeah, my god exactly right you start thinking about all the ways your life was about to change horribly but every yeah, I, someone I, cut me off on the 401 or something exactly Fuck, man. whenever you watch these commercials pay attention to that pay attention to the way they react when when they almost like run over a four-year-old or like like blam a fucking pedestrian at 40 miles per hour like just just watch how they're always like Phew, wow thanks for this this car i bought like what is this saying like we were mur- well, all we did was kill people with our cars but now we don't have to because the cars will stop us from doing that like yeah just yo let's just give it up let's go full irobot aldous huxley kind of shit like just fucking let oh, just me nothing but automatic cars let on me like tracks just sit like, in the back will smith style yeah man fucking deal with that shit Oh, it's coming. It's coming for sure. I don't trust people, bro. The other day, so we went to Shoppers Drug Mart a couple weeks ago. Um, We just pick up something small. And I took my girlfriend and another girl that lives in our building that we like, we hang out with or whatever. Yeah, yeah. She's like, can I come too? So I took everybody. This was at this, actually, this is a couple months ago. So it was at the start of the pandemic. And we go. And in the time that it took to get from my house to Shoppers, and that's a, three and a half minute drive there were three okay. separate incidents that i had to be like what the fuck is this guy doing like uh-huh. literally cut me off turning like that situation i had the other day i was telling you about where the fucking guy turned left in the opposite lane like he was in the wrong lane and like turned left and cut me off he was in the right lane uh-huh. and then like dude the the drivers in toronto blow my dude, fucking that ha- that mind, actually bro. happened to us Lori was driving her car and she was just just at the corner right next to my house she was turning left to come down the street here and a guy in the we were in like the left turn lane and a guy in the lane next to us turned in front of us and turned left and like stopped his car in front of us his left turn signal and like waited for the opening in front of us and just looked at us like what i'm like what, what do you mean what you fucking asshole like just like nonchalant, like, yeah, you're turning left and you're in the lane, but I'm going to cut you off and then sit in front of you and then wait for the opening, and then I'm going to go, and you can go fuck yourself. Shake it out and put a fucking potato in his tailpipe. Oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a road rage passenger is what I am. I am Are like the, I'm the guy that, like, somebody cuts me off, and I'm, like, lean out the window, like, I'm going to fucking kick your ass, motherfucker. And I'm like, well, you know. And then, like, 10 minutes later, I'm like, I'm oh, cool. I'm cool. <laughs> Do I'm you all- see, did you see that, like, latest Instagram video of the guy in the car freaking out? So he's he leans out the window and starts screaming at these guys, but he's yelling at the guy in the back seat, being like, "You can't fucking drive!" And the guy in the back seat's like, "I'm I'm not driving, man." <laughs> I so didn't good, see that. Dude. It's so good. Oh, oh, oh so my good. god, that's hilarious. he's like incredulously is like, "I'm not I'm not driving, bro. <laughs> I'm not driving this car. It's kind of hard to get mad so at me." Good. So oh, good. Oh fuck, that's absolutely hilarious. Oh shit! What else we got? Right. What else you got on tap there, buddy? Moving along here. Uh, next up, we have a Mexican man who has reported his mother for throwing him out of the house. Oh yes, yes, I read this one. Tell me about it. All right. 
Tell 30 year old man, Mexican man, is living with his parents. They threw him out because he didn't want to get a job or at least help with the chores at home. So they kicked this guy out, and now this motherfucker has gone to the police and the prosecutor's office and assaulted the, or sorry, sorry, accused them of assaulting and harassing him. They said they beat, he was beaten into the house by two women who also threw water on him. And what he failed to tell them was that he's been living there for months, free of charge, hasn't done shit, hasn't doing any chores, okay, hasn't so- given any money, nothing. Man what's child. the issue then? Like, what's the issue then? This sounds this sounds okay to me. Like, kick his ass out. That's the fucking point. Like, get the fuck out the house. This dude went and called the cops on his mom for telling him to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about pulling that shit when I was younger. <laughs> Bro, like the next the audacity of some motherfuckers, yo. The tendy culture has has really tendy has really culture. Exploded. You gotta yeah, bro. What do you mean? You don't know? I don't know what tendy. I, I don't know Yo, what tendy culture tendies, is. Tendies, tendies, the neck beers, the basement dwellers who fucking uh, live with their moms till they're forty-five, which is fine. Listen, I'm not. I'm not hating. Well, I get into arguments with on Twitter. Is it is nothing wrong with living with your parents? There's really nothing, especially with how fucking. No fuck. I yeah. I wish I could have for a long time actually. But you don't work. You don't pay anything. You don't hey. vacuum. You can get the fuck out. Straight the fuck up. I don't care hey. if you came out of my butthole, my dick, whatever. Fucking out of here you go. I don't disagree. I, I, like, I'm one of those people that like, I think like once you get a certain age, like when you're like, I don't know, some sort of, when you're a teenager, like 16, like you best start pulling weight. Like if you're not already a kid who like gets raised to contribute and stuff, like you got to start putting in work, man. Like that's because that's life. Like you can't be one of these people, like anybody under the age of like, oh man, I, I'd hate to, I hate to think like it's almost like people our generation anybody at the age of 30 now like our generation and younger like we can't fucking cook to save our lives we can't this generation can't cook can't clean can't do fucking anything to 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 contribute anywhere like at all for fucking any reason whatsoever like oh man like i don't i don't blame his parents like kick his ass out like you're not doing shit then fucking you're gonna be forced it's like it's like learning to swim you know parents are just like i'm gonna throw you in the deep end you're gonna learn like get the fuck out of the house go figure out how to take care of your shit well the thing is too like they gave him ample notice to be like get your shit together so like at a certain point i mean like bruh like you give me a six months heads up i'm gonna find some place to live i'm gonna get a job I'm, you know i'm a normal dude but like you gotta fucking do something bruh something yeah. And, and also think of this the type of motherfucker that calls the police on his mom for telling him to grow up. Can you imagine living with that guy? Can you imagine living with that motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, I think that says a lot about the person you're dealing with there, where he's just like, I'm going to call the cops on you for uh... on your mother, on your fucking birth mother, dog. That oh, was a saint to me. Yeah. Yeah, like like you're almost a thirty year old man. You're getting you're thirty years old. You're getting kicked out of your house, and you're like, "Fuck you, mom! I'm calling the cops." Like, like there's nothing wrong with like, "Hey, listen, like, you're thirty years old. You know, you live here. Like, maybe I want you to kind of move out of the nest now." All right, cool, mom. Yeah, I was staying here for cheaper rent. Yada yada. You move out, or if you can't afford it, I get it. But if you don't got a job, you ain't doing shit at home. Well, all right. So this guy apparently was again like he's just one of those guys who sits around all day on the couch playing video games. Which, like, yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm a, I'm an avid sitting on the couch playing video game kind of guy. But like, you can only do that shit. And there's maybe a lot of people in the world who got to hear this shit. Where they're like, you can only do that if you fucking earn that time. Like, you know, have mm-hmm. a job and like pay your fucking bills, take care of your responsibilities. Then you get to enjoy 
And people are like, oh, it's like too much work. Like you get a lot of time if you want it. Like you can spend a lot of time fucking playing with your dick and, and playing video games if you want to. Like you don't have to work that much to, to, to make at least basic ends meet. Like there's just no excuse for that shit, man. There's no excuse for that shit. I, I don't know. Nah, dude, it's like, there's a certain point where it's just like, all right, listen, like grow the fuck up. Yeah, well, straight up. Like literally, grow the fuck up. Like you're 30 years old, up. dog. Like, what are you gonna be doing? Up. Like, you got nothing. To, you got nothing under your belt going for you. Like, you gotta start figuring that shit out. Oh, we could rag on that guy all day. It's just like, oh man, that makes dudes dudes who like to play games and shit look like fucking hot. Exactly. Like, like, yo, I might slack here or there on, on cleaning up around the house, but then I'm like, all right, cool, I get to it. And then I start, I start crushing shit. I also work. I pay the bills. So like, yeah. I'm gonna sit down. And yeah, play you, some games earn and I, yeah, you earn your time. You earn your time. I also don't live with my mother either, so. Not anymore. Not anymore, bro. <laughs> Not anymore. My girl got me out of that shit. She's like, hey, you need to move uh, out. I'm like, yeah, you're right. You're right. Fuck, I'm I'm almost 30. I almost wish I could do like a year and just like bank that cash. It, man. Yo, listen, for anybody that's like trying to get out of their parents' house immediately, unless it's like a bad relationship with your parents, you're going to miss it. You honestly will. I miss my mom a lot. Uh, I mean, I'll tell you, man, I've lived my whole, I've lived most of my adult life in my own places. Like, it's fun and all, but it also sucks ass in a lot of ways. Like I, I lived, I went home for like a couple months though. Like I lived with my mom for a bit, for like, like two months at one point, like a few years back. And I'm like, that was fun. But even that, I was like, I got to get back to my own spot. Like, oh I yeah, having own your place. own. No, 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 no. Don't get that twisted. Having your own spot. It's just, it's, it's night and day. It's, that's your shit. Ain't no way to tell you what to do. Even your parents are real cool. There's something about having your own spot where it's like, this is my kingdom. Like everything goes. But yeah. that being said, I just miss, you know, chat with my mom and shit. Anyway, yeah, not to get I agree. I agree. What else you got? Anything else for me today? Yeah, uh, apparently YouTube said fuck you to deaf people. Hear about <laughs> okay, you're gonna do expand. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> it's a hell no, of a so lead. Basically, basically, YouTube has a crowd-funded and crowd-sourced feature where people can add captions to videos right so for yeah. hearing impaired people like if you're just watching your favorite youtuber he's not going to throw up subtitles so yeah, people in the community will go out and will they'll do that themselves and they'll, they'll do it and then deaf people are able to follow along well evidently youtube has said that those features just aren't used enough it's hemorrhaging cash so they're going to remove the crowdsource content add-ons okay so in response they said there's going to be a six-month subscription to a service that will provide that stuff for you of course but if that's the case, then that means that they're admitting that there is a demand for it. So them closing it and saying it's not used enough to then turn around and try to charge you for it is complete. And so this is some like horseshit partnership thing where they're like they cut some deal and then they're like, uh, yeah, you're going to have to go over here now. But like, oh, that's such always. bullshit. Always. Like, oh, fucking always. And I'm like, there's gonna, man, I'm just going to say like open source crowdsource fucking everything is is. I sound like a I sound like a blockchain guy now. Like fucking everything yeah, should be real. like public domain, bro. Like Bitcoin, fuck yeah, no government, dude. <laughs> Full libertarian, like. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> fucked up, though, man. That is fucked up shit. I mean, YouTube itself is a fucking is a fucking like free platform because you force us to watch ads if you if you don't have a subscription or whatever. Yeah, right? of course. You're making money off that shit, man. Get the fuck out of here with this shit. People oh, not fucking. 
not only that, like how many ads they shove up your ass every time you watch a video now? Oh, I was like, just saying this. Yesterday. This is your first worse, of two bro. ads, actually. Well, they're trying it's to. They're, worse, bro. I'm telling you, man. This is uh, you know not that you can have, not that I have like the emails from the boardroom or something like that, but like you can tell that their their marketing strategy is annoy people into paying for it. Like if we can literally bug the shit out of you until you're like fine. Fuck it, All right? I'll, just, I'll, I'll buy your stupid thing and, and pay the twelve bucks a month or whatever the fuck. It's it's like frustration marketing or something. Like, dog, the whole I feel like the whole business model of places have exploded to just fucking annoy us. <laughs> like straight up, dude. I'm yeah. so tired of advertisements. I'm so tired of jumping through hoops to get around them, charging me money so I don't have to see it. This or that. But mm-hmm. I I mean I get the service is free. I fucking get that. But god damn, sometimes it fucking sucks to be a consumer like that. Sure. I don't want to get inundated with this fucking kind of shit, man. Like, fuck off. No, no. I mean, like, uh, advertising is just a never fucking, never ending, like. It ain't going anywhere. Well, bro. it's like, There's it's also like it's a money. manipulation thing, right? Where it's like it constantly creates these, like, tries to make you, like, tries to, like, invoke an emotional feeling or, like, prey on, like, a weakness or something like that. And then, like, I love that, like, when you watch different ads, every time I watch an ad, no, I'm like, who are they trying to get to with this? And, like, what are they trying to say? And, like, why is it? It's like you ever watch, like, truck commercials. Like, why are, why no, are pickup man. truck commercials all, like, the roughest, toughest, manhandling, rock-crushing, lumber-hauling, truck on the market. Like, it's like, why? Because they're talking to a bunch of people who are like, fuck, yeah, that thing can really haul fuck some yeah, lumber. Bro. Like, just, they know what they're doing. I have been objectified by two commercials. Now, obviously, there are many more that have probably worked on me subconsciously, and I sure. just don't even realize it, and they've done their job. But there are two commercials that I distinctly remember that fucking worked on me, and it bothered me. One was a child, Hubba Bubba commercials. The okay. gum. There used to be those little Hubba Bubba characters on the commercials. And when I would see them, I could – legitimately feel the texture of the gum between my teeth and it made me like oh. almost want to grind my teeth it was really fucked up like i could feel that chewy plasticness and i remember as a kid being like fuck you like fuck you oh <laughs> yeah and then as an adult the lebron james spike i campaign. fucking knew you were gonna say that because that one got me too. straight up straight up Completely i was like i want me. a sprite it's just like there's just crisp crisp delicious refreshing sprite i'm like yeah exactly yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would like a Sprite. That fizz in that commercial, I was like, mm, I'm not going to like taste yeah, it. Yeah, like, dude, I'm they going. fucking hacked my brain. They're like, and then here's LeBron. I'm like, oh, Sprite. Yeah, pretty much. Honestly, you could put anybody in that commercial. I'd probably have been like, yeah, I would drink that Sprite. I hate that it worked. And that's what bothered me about it is that I was like, I was acknowledging that it had worked and I was like aware of it, but it was still working and there's nothing I could do about it. That's kind of the thing about advertising and shit that like drives me crazy is like, it's always this like, fucking massive net being cast and and they know that they're going to get like an incredibly low percentage of people but the wider the net the more that tiny percentage is like a decent significant number it's like uh it's like you know like there's the american election coming right and they're like how many people get the political news from facebook and how much like fake ads and bullshit and propaganda there are on facebook they're like because these people buy ads i bought a facebook ad that one time like I've, i i know how it works it's fucking creepy how you can do that if anybody's oh, ever wants dude. to know what it's like to buy a facebook ad you can pick down to the detail who you want to see your ads like down to the interest the location and not just like america or canada like like i want people in in london and windsor ontario or i want people in fucking i don't know like houston texas i want i want people in houston texas who 
who watch sports and drive trucks and do this, like, because those things indicate somebody who might be politically this way. And then if I make yep. an ad and if, if 50 million people in that demographic see it and a hundred of them believe it, that might be a hundred votes, right? It can be 0.001%, but if you cast a wide enough net, you'll get that. If, if you, if 80 million people see your Sprite ad during the Super Bowl, you know, a hundred thousand of them might buy Sprite. That's a tiny number compared to how many saw it, but it's a hundred thousand more people who are buying Sprite than they were yesterday. And it's worth it. Yep. They just want to put the idea in your head so that when you go to get a pop, the first thing that pops in your head is, Oh, Sprite. Yeah. Or when you want to get a vehicle, the first thing that pops in your head is Dodge Ram or whatever. Right? Like, they're just trying to hack your brain. They know what it's all fuck. about seating. It's all the it's same just, shit. Yeah, it's like it's seating. All the same. It's shit. like literally like Inception. Like you're trying yes, to get people. Absolutely. It's the same as again, like the politics. Like it's just trying to get you to think when you go into the voting booth. Like, well, Hillary Clinton might be a child molester. So, poop. Well, like they just want you to just a little bit of doubt. Maybe you might just maybe go this way. And even if it's a small percentage, man, it's worth it to them. It's worth it. And that's why there's so much of it. Like, fucking crazy. (sighs) You know what, Dan? Chomo's got to get votes, too. (laughs) Chomo's got to get votes, too. Cheese pizza, dude. Pizza gate. Oh, speaking of conspiracy theories. Now, this is is an amazing tweet by somebody who apparently was running for Congress in America. Fucking smooth-brained. Although, although... Although this was a person who is not running for Congress anymore, but that doesn't stop them from being verified on Twitter as if their opinion fucking matters. I'm not going to name this fucking asswipe. Now, this woman, she, she put up a conspiracy theory that I, I, I'm going to have to, I think I'm going to have to read it to you verbatim because I, I don't it's know a if tweet. I, it's, it's a tweet, right? So I'll read it as, as, as such. It says, she says, I find it very interesting how the show Masked Singer hit America in January 2019, a little bit over a year before they started forcing all of us into masks. It's almost like they were beginning to condition the public that masks were normal and cool. This media is so demonic. Now let that one marinate a little bit. Okay, this is what I know about the show. Okay. It's the fucking TV show. Yeah, that they've designed so that they can get people like T Pain to be back in popular culture reference. People who are like, I know who right. that is. Oh right. my god, he can sing. Who the fuck devolves this to the next hula hoop level of fuckery, where they now believe that we're being fucking conditioned to think masks are okay? They're not surgical masks. These are fucking full out costumes, bro. The hoops you got to jump through to connect this shit. And the worst part, the fucking worst part, is you know people probably see that tweet and eat that shit up. Oh. Oh, you know oh sure. Especially when, especially the last line of it, the last little sentence at the end is the media is demonic because that's the, that's what part of that whole like conspiracy conditioning is, is like, Oh, the media. Oh, you're right. The fucking media is full of a bunch of crazy, evil child molesting demons. Like, Oh, you're right. Like now if, if the show would have come out and there was six people on stage, you know, socially distanced with fucking surgical masks, and they were all saying Black Lives Matter, I'd be like, okay, I, I, I get this tweet. But you got a guy coming out in a fucking, like, Grimace costume from McDonald's, <laughs> like, singing a ballad. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's a stretch. Like, I don't know, man, we're at peak conspiracy theories these days. And oh, fucking troglodytes that have access to fucking keys in their fingers and think they're so smart because they can watch a YouTube video. Yeah, I'm starting to believe in, I'm starting to believe in internet censorship. <laughs> Oh man! In which like, case we will get cut very fast. 
I can't. I, 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 yeah, I can't sign a deal with Spotify. They'll censor me. Hey, they signed Joe Rogan. I mean, what's the worst? And they're trying to censor him right now. Well, the employees are trying to strike. That's a legitimate yeah, thing a going real, on right that's now. That's a real. That's a real life changer. I'm sure. I'm sure the the tides of the world will change off that. You know, yeah, I know, right? I know, right? You'll get uh, you'll get Joe Rogan. You'll get Joe Rogan canceled. <laughs> Spotify has like backed up Joe Rogan so far in their in their message to the employees, being like, "We've reviewed his stuff that you're complaining about, and like, we don't." They already took a bunch of his episodes down. That's another thing. They took down episodes with people who are considered like controversial or that, which that in and of itself, I'm like, man, what the fuck? Like the whole premise of that <sighs> shit. Look, man, I grapple with the idea all the time. Like I'm, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm in the camp of like, I think people should be allowed to say whatever and that we should, and that human beings should be smart enough to know better. But I just also wrestle with the idea all the time that they're just not. People no, aren't smart enough to know better. Know. People do buy this bullshit. They do listen to stupid fucking nonsensical conspiracy, like nightmare, hellish nightmarish bullshit. It doesn't seem to matter. People aren't smart enough to 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 know when they're being duped by a charlatan to buy like you know protein powder from a website. Like, you want your fucking, you want your testicles to be three times the size? Like, my, get on there, buy my phone. <laughs> It's like you want to get testicular cancer, but think that you're getting manly. Yeah, it's like it's literally like bone meal, and they're like, "This is the the purest, best protein. It's gonna make your muscles huge." It's like you're fucking, like you're out of your mind. But fucking hell, I don't that know. That shit is that shit's prevalent, bro. You ever? Oh no, you've been in a basement with a drug dealer who wants to talk to you about Alex. I Jones was, the, I was, oh, I was. Oh, fuck that guy. I don't know. I'm not going to name again. We're not no, naming he, names like here. Oh, but wow. He actually it, ended up being an anti-vaxxer. That's no, right. he ended up being an anti, anti-corona guy. Who oh, was like, sorry. He, he was, was like, uh, he was this guy who was on Facebook who was like, oh, uh, you need to get your hydroxychloroquine now. Like you stop listening to these doctors. By the way, this guy for <laughs> this multiple guy's, family members. Who yeah, are this guy's dad is like the head of surgery at a major hospital. And his uncle is like a, uh, uh, infectious disease researcher and this fucking doughhead who's like a, a personal trainer and a weed dealer is like fucking, <laughs> fucking, you know medical communities just conspiring to put toxic cancers in your body you need this like oh my god demonic media bro demonic media like, that's the motherfucker I, that's gonna retweet that mass singer shit yeah that's like he's probably he was probably like yeah bro yeah he was the guy who i bought <laughs> yeah bro <laughs> i bought like 40 fucking bucks of weed off of him and it was like he was one of those weed dealers where again like you can't leave like you can't just like grow, cop and be like appreciate it bro like see you later i want to go smoke this in my own house where i can relax and not and he, he he would always wear a bathrobe and have his hair gelled it was really weird yeah <laughs> it was really weird <laughs> It was a very unkind. He was always like making craft dinner and he'd be like, want some KD? I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. So anyway, Alex Jones. Yeah. So he was a guy who introduced me to Alex Jones and it was like, it comes on a little strong when you're like getting to still kind of getting to know somebody and they're like, he's like, check this out, bro. Watch this video. It's really going to change the way you think. And you're like, okay, let's see where this goes. I'm like, oh, who's this gentleman? Oh, he's very red in his face. Why is he so red? And why is he so angry? Why is he yelling so much? Oh boy. Oh, this so is that's what the Bohemian Grove is. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, shout out legal marijuana. Thank I you. I should have. I should have bought a lot more, so I don't have to come back for a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is uh, absolutely insane world that we're living in. But you and I, buddy, we're navigating it, and we're bringing along our 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 army of listeners. 
to our army. That's right. Fuck, we're going to lose the war. Yeah, <laughs> we've got a long way to go. We're still recruiting. We're still out there hustling for listeners one day at a time. And on that note, this is fucking A, episode four. Four. Look at us. Like We'll be in double digits in no time. We'll be in triple digits before you know it. Beautiful. Crossing multiple centuries of episodes, spanning the decades that come. This show is this show is just spreading its wings and learning to fly, buddy. And, this one and should be fun to edit. Exactly. Exactly. And they're all fun to edit, let me tell you. Oh fuck. <laughs> Look, we appreciate you guys stopping by for a listen. Uh follow us on Twitter and Instagram uh, at fucking a podcast, F U C K I N E H podcast, and email us at F N E H podcast at gmail.com. Send us your McDonald's coupons, your conspiracy theories. Uh, tell us about the lizard people. Uh, you know, whatever you got, man. We're, we're open. We're open for listener feedback and interactions. Tell me about what the next lizard people thing is. That's what I want to know. Yeah. We already know about the lizard people. What are you guys on that we don't know about yet? That's tell me that. true. That's true. That's what I want to know. Let us know. Send us your, uh, your non-functioning protein supplements that you get from InfoWars. Uh, we'd love to give them a try and sample them. Uh, <laughs> we're we're basically open to anything here uh, on on fucking a, and uh, also of course allow us to to kick in the door on the podcast world and upset the establishment by voting for us on the podcast magazine's hot fifty top fifty hot fifty whatever the fuck list. Write us in. Let them know we're here. We're coming in guns blazing, and also continue to read guns dot com. Clearly, just remember stay safe and kick in the door. Wave in the four four. Exactly. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend. Good night. And peace. Jerks. Welcome to the octagon. Lay a player flat before the trainer felt his clock was on. Keep your socks torn. It's a boxer thorn with hard rock, black rock, and Ron's going barbers on. Curled up, begging, laying on the canvas instead of in the ready position like praying mantis. Scissors, lavish, grand fist, sandwich, stance, switch, slam on stitches, switch hands, itch. Damn snitch. Any street corner could be the platform to meet the feet. Gonna wonder. Watch your mouth, jaw, south, floor, out, floor. Doubt your clout more about raw, out, score. Off the leash like UFC Off the beat, off your feet like two lefties F-U-B's, heifer please Lost a few to stew beef, new referees What a remarkable team, show your teeth Wipe off slight smirks the match was mapped out, get jabbed and crap slapped out, tapped out. Either the lunch bin or chokehold time, munchkins get punched in like vocal rhyme.